The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves the experience of cracking them open or you love the convenience of no-shell pistachios like myself, Wonderful Pistachios is the perfect healthy snack for when hunger strikes. And there are a bunch of tasty flavors to choose from too, like honey roasted, smoky barbecue, jalapeno lime, and more. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Welcome back, good people. You're here for another episode of Paper Route. I'm Corey Holmes, and of course, I'm with Ashley Nicole Moss and Brandon Marshall. How are we doing today? I see. Hi. Yeah, I don't know if you guys have been able to make it out yet, but Ashley's wearing her New York Knicks t-shirt. Of course. Yeah, we play yeah. night, so uh-huh. I, got, I got good energy that I'm, I'm manifesting. Oh, early. Lord. <laughs> what are they up? What are y'all up? What three is this? One. No, series 2-2? Two, two, two? It's 3-1. Three, 3-1. Three, three, one. Two, two. Yeah, yeah, or you yeah. can make it big. You can make the yeah, no, yeah. Nick's looking good. Nick's honestly looking good. And you know who might be looking a little better is the Miami Heat. I don't know. I was just telling Ashley, Brandon, oh I'm like, goodness. I should have worn my my Jimmy Butler jersey today. I promise you, the next time he drops forty plus points, I'm wearing a Jimmy Butler jersey. I'm just throwing that right. out there. Right. Hold on. What did he drop? He dropped fifty something. Didn't he, Ashley? He dropped fifty six. But if it's forty plus points, <coughs> I'm throwing on the Jimmy Butler jersey. Just just. Be well, aware. I don't think you need. I don't think he needs to drop forty something, Corey. What's that? Thirty five would 30, do. Thirty or five. Thirty five would do in the playoffs. Yeah. Listen, if they I advance, told you guys this, that. I might I might do it if they advance. But go ahead. What's I up? told you guys this. Uh, leading up to the playoffs. And tell me if I'm wrong. This is the best product the NBA has ever put out postseason. This is going to be exciting. It's going to be awesome. Do I have any pushback from you, Corey, or Ashley, that this is the best playoffs that you guys have ever experienced so far? I I have no pushback for you. Honestly, I honestly can agree with that. Wait, with hold on. Saying. What's today? Tuesday? Yeah. Oh, the Knicks don't play tonight. I'm sorry. Oh, they, they tomorrow, right? I got excited. They're Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. Wednesday. Sorry about that. But My no, bad. But no, it has been a great playoffs, though. I mean, like, every game, though. Every game has been – I mean, we've, of course, there's been a couple blowouts and whatnot. But we also been seeing very good defensive games. Like I think the Cav- one of the Cavs Knicks games ended with both teams scoring under 100 points. Like sometimes you like to see that too, right? Like teams really locking each Absolutely. other up, playing good defense. Yeah, for sure. I, yeah. I yeah. think that before we jump into the show, Corey, I want to get y'all thoughts here. Um, the thing that jumps out to me mm-hmm. is the in- like the intensity. We'd say that all the time. Postseason for the NFL, NBA, the intensity is just through the roof. Yeah. But I love seeing all the emotions, uh, the body language, the facial expressions, right. the crowd getting into it, the yeah. fist pumping, all of that. Like, I don't know what stand out for you guys, but I like the intensity. Um, and I just, like I said yesterday, I wish there was some way they can put it in a bottle and carry it to the regular season. Yeah. It's impossible. Um, there's so much going on in the regular season, so many games, so many people sitting out. 
But man, if they did that, they'll have the best product in all of sports in my mind. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Yeah, the the energy has been unmatched this year. I mean, like we, yeah, we to your point, it's just like every night, like like you don't you don't know what to expect. You don't know what to expect out of the games and whatnot. Like as we're seeing now, number one seed Bucks facing the number one, you know, the number eight seed Heat, right? Like we're yep. seeing that just across the board. We don't know what the Minnesota Timberwolves are going to do, right? Are they going to? You know, we know like what they're going to do. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Like, <laughs> they, they might have a late run. That would be crazy to see. I mean, it'd be, it'd be you know, uh, consistent with how the playoffs have gone this year if that, that series goes to a Game 7. So, you know, we'll see. It's not going to a Game 7. <laughs> Why not? Let's be, let's be for real. Uh, we'll see. We'll let's see. be honest. <laughs> but nonetheless, nonetheless, right, it was a wild night in the NBA last night, right, with monster performances. We already kind of talked about it from Jimmy Butler and also LeBron James. So we'll, you know, touch on that a little bit later. And today we'll continue our analysis of a few more teams, right, and their draft needs hey, going into uh, draft night on Thursday. But first there was a notification that we've been waiting to see pop up on our phones probably for the past few months now, and it finally happened last night. And what am I referring to? Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is officially a New York Jet. But what I want to do is actually look back at kind of just a series of events that led up to, to yesterday, right? So look here, January 8th, that was the Packers' last uh, regular season game. So that was when the offseason officially really began for Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. Then you got February 18th, Aaron Rodgers enters his darkness retreat. And remind you, you know, he, he said he entered that darkness retreat 90% retired. Then it was on February 2nd, of course, he emerges from that darkness retreat. And then he learns, though, that the Packers, they're kind of just, you know, tired of his antics and they're ready to move on, right? So then on March 7th, we learned that Jets owner Woody Johnson and a couple staff members visited Rodgers out in California at his home. Right. And it was it was, you know, in between the February 22nd and March 7th, where, you know, Aaron Rodgers made the decision that, you know, I'm, I'm ready to, you know, suit up next season. I'm, I'm going to continue playing ball. Then it was on March 15th. Right. When he made an appearance on the Pat McAfee show where we thought that's when he was going to say, hey, I want to play for the Jets. I'm ready to play again. But, you know, he cleared things up and just said, hey, you know, I already I already announced that I'm you know ready to play and I and I want to play for the Jets already. So that's really what the March 15th, you know, the appearance on that show served as. And then we learned yesterday that Aaron Rodgers officially is a New York Jet. Right. With that trade mm. finally going through. So let me let me read off some of like the details of that trade. So in that trade, the Jets received, of course, quarterback Aaron Rodgers. They also received a first round pick basically what the Jets and the Packers did is just switch their placement in this year's draft so um the Packers were originally originally at um at the the 13th well the 15th spot so they just traded their first round pick to the, to the Jets and they also the Jets also received a fifth round pick now the Packers they received again like I mentioned that 13th pick right they just switched places they received a second round pick and a conditional two, uh, 2024 second round pick which could switch to a first-round pick if Aaron Rodgers completes 65% of the snaps next season. So, Brandon, I'm going to start with you. Who won this trade? Um, sometimes when we see this, we, we, we sit back and we say we have to wait until things unfold throughout the season to determine um, who won the trade. But right now, I, I can confidently say that the New York Jets won the trade. Mm. When you have... And I, I need a new line, Ashley. You got to help me with some, with something else to refer to Aaron Rodgers. But, um, you know, when you have the best throw of the football, you know that the game has ever seen, 
you won the trade. Yeah. Especially when you look at the makeup of this team and how this team is set up. We have a top five defense. You have a, a really good coaching staff. You have an owner that is willing to make the proper investment to get the job done. Then on the offensive side, you need a little bit more depth on the, at, at the offensive line. But Aaron Rodgers, he's never had uh, the Tom Brady offensive line. He's never had the Peyton Manning offensive line. Now, has he been protected? Absolutely. But his pocket presence takes care of some of um, the challenges that he may face up front. But they have a really good offensive line. Now, they need to protect him on the left side because you don't know if our left tackle is going to be able uh, uh, to stay healthy, if he's going to be available. But outside of that, they're rolling on the offensive side. Yeah, Hall, okay, he's coming off an injury, but he's a monster. And then you have three wide receivers that can go, and you're still not done. We, we have... The, the, the draft hasn't even started yet. So I can confidently say that Aaron Rodgers won and the Jets won this trade. Mm. Now, you started this whole thing off by talking about Aaron Rodgers. You said, okay, this is what Aaron Rodgers said. This is what Aaron Rodgers is doing. Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers. Why aren't we talking about Brian Gutenkus? Mm. Like Brian Gutenkus, you are on the clock. And I'm not talking about the draft starting on Thursday at 8 p.m. I'm talking about you have nine months to show that the move that you made three years ago was worth it. Because three years ago to this day, if you actually go back, you would know that one of his first moves, his biggest moves, was giving up a first-round pick for Jordan Love. Do we not remember that? That's what started all of this. So for him to go out there and say, well, I would like to have talked to uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers and, and work this out with him. No, bro, this is all on you, bro. Mm -hmm. You got nine months, you're on the clock. If you don't get this done, if your experiment goes wrong, you are out. And when I say out, he should be out of the NFL for good, especially at the general manager spot. We'll give you a scouting position. <laughs> but nobody else give him the keys to the whole building. Nobody else let him be the decision maker. Because you made the worst decision probably, or I would say a top five uh, top five worst decisions in all of sports. You don't come in and try to get rid of Aaron Rodgers. He was coming off of 26 touchdowns and four interceptions in 2019. You draft him, you give up a first-round pick, and why is that a big deal? Because if you have Aaron Rodgers, go get him help. He needed a corner that year. Mm -hmm. He needed a safety. He needed a defensive tackle. He needed a linebacker. He needed a playmaker at wide receiver. Help the man out, but you go get a quarterback that's going to sit there. And he sat for three years. Mm -hmm. Jordan Love sat for three years. What happened? Aaron Rodgers went back-to-back -back MVP. Now, last year, 3,600 uh, uh, 3, yards, 26 touchdowns, and, and, and 12 interceptions. Not as great as year. Some would say it's his worst year. Mm. I would say that. But this is Aaron Rodgers. You don't go out there and do that. So now, not only do you have uh, 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 Jordan Love taking over, but you also have until this spring to make a decision on his fifth-year option, and you haven't even seen him really lead the way. Mm. All you saw was last year when Aaron Rodgers was on another wellness retreat somewhere in Hawaii playing the guitar. You had uh, 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 Jordan Love leading the, the whole offseason. So that's really your, your sample size with, with, with Jordan Love. Yeah. So uh, we can talk all we want about Aaron Rodgers. We can talk all we want about the New York Jets. But – 
let's also make sure that we give uh, Brian Gutenkus his 15 minutes of fame. Because <laughs> this might be it for him. Oh. Right? And then a lot of times we sit back and we want to bash players. It's like, yo, turn on any, any, any network. Watch any bloggers. Aaron Rodgers is difficult. Aaron Rodgers wanted this. Aaron Rodgers wanted that. Well, Ashley, let me ask you a question. If you're if you're in a relationship, you we like talking about relationships here. You can probably you can probably get over on the guy flirting with somebody else. Oh man, the guy's <coughs> looking. A guy's looking. The girl walked by. He he didn't he did that famous look. You know when the guy's peeking and he's looking, he's flirting. But Ashley, can you get over? Your guy going out and, and marrying another lady, starting a whole film. That's what he did with Jordan Love. You drafted him in the first round. <laughs> you can't get over it. But we want to bash Aaron Rodgers. So, Ashley, maybe you can get over it. But I, I I don't know too many people in the world that can get over somebody going out and starting a whole family. No, I mean, but I, I don't know if I get that part. But I think also you can't blame the Packers for starting – to start thinking, for starting to think about the future. And that's what they did with Jordan Love. Now, whether or not that was transparent in their conversations with Aaron Rodgers is a different conversation, but this happens. It happened with Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. It's happened with quarterbacks throughout the history of the sport. You start thinking about the future. Now, was it a little um, ahead of the curve? Maybe they probably didn't need a quarterback at that moment at that in that specific draft, but it was going to happen eventually. So I don't know if you can really like bash the Packers completely for starting that trajectory of, okay, what is life going to look like post Aaron Rodgers? Now you can maybe bash them for the timing of it, but you can't bash them for thinking about it. But in terms of but we can bash them, though, I mean, but we can bash them. Okay, come on, Ashley. Why are you being nice this morning? Yeah, I know what it is. Your 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 Knicks is playing well. You want to be nice. You just came from Mexico. You're feeling better. You had a week down, recovering from the flu. You want to be nice. You really want to give Brian Gutenkus a pass right now? I'm not giving him a pass. I'm saying that I can't blame an organization who has a 30 something year old quarterback for thinking about their future and looking and flirting with a younger QB. I can blame them for one, the lack of transparency that Aaron Rodgers alluded to when that situation went down, and I can blame them for the timing of it. I think it was premature, but I can't blame them for thinking about life post-Aaron Rodgers. It was, it's going to happen eventually. It's here now, and you wanted to go ahead and get ahead of that situation. So I'm not bashing them for that. But I can understand how you don't have that conversation with your quarterback, how that rubs him the wrong way, especially when he's made no um, you know, indications that he no longer is wanting to play or is able to play or you know, has a desire to play. So I can understand both sides of that. But I will say, in terms of who won the trade, which was the question that right. we started with, I'll say, obviously, right now the Jets won it. I mean, I think that's the obvious answer. But if the Jets don't win a Super Bowl, mm -hmm. then they lost it because yeah. you gave mm. up a lot to get a quarterback who's almost 40, yeah. who you don't know how much longer he's going to either A, be able to play the game or B, want to play the game. And let's say, you know, let's play devil's advocate here and say he wakes up next season. He's like, you know what? I don't. 
my passion's not here anymore. I don't want to do this anymore. I'm done. Mm. You know, it's it's it was a fun season. I tried it. I just I want to go farm or I want to go whatever, mm. drink asawashka, whatever the heck it's called, and yeah. the Andes and things like that. Now you're in a situation where you gave up a lot for a quarterback you no longer have, and it's put your situation, your franchise, in a drastic hole that's going to set you back X amount of years. So they want it immediately, but if they don't go ahead and win and capitalize on Aaron Rodgers' full tenure as their head quarterback or as their their new franchise quarterback, their starting quarterback – they lost. Right, right. Yeah, your point's kind of lead I, me into the, into my next question, right? Like, what are you, what are your expect expectations for the Jets? What are you expecting out of them next season? They're going to be obviously a great team. Like Brandon mentioned, they have all the makings. You have Aaron Rodgers now. You know, no knock to Zach Wilson, but he's not Aaron Rodgers, and mm-hmm. he's not even a top ten quarterback. So. You know, you have that situation, and then you have a top five defense. They're a nice, they're a well-coached team. I'm a big fan of their head coach. So, I mean, you have all the makings for a successful season. Mm -hmm. Is it a Super Bowl season? I don't know. Mm -hmm. Could it be? Probably. Will it be? Don't know. Mm -hmm. All I'm simply saying is if you do not capitalize on this tenure of Aaron Rodgers while you have him, you lost, you lost this, you lost this trade. Yeah. As simple as that. I push back a little bit and said I disagree because I don't think it's a Super Bowl or bust, right? Like, if I'm Woody Johnson, I'm looking at uh, this trade, and I'm saying, I just want a chance. I'm making this move because I want a chance. How many years has it been since they the Jets have been a threat to anybody in the postseason, okay? there's there's They had no opportunity to really threaten anybody and make a run at it and call themselves contenders. So if I'm Woody Johnson, absolutely, you're making this move to hoist the Lombardi, 100%. But it's not a a, a bust if 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 you make it to the postseason and you get kicked out of the AFC Championship. It's not a bust because I and I said this before, Ashley and and Corey. I feel, and this is just my perspective. I just want a chance. I want an <laughs> opportunity. I'm not. I'm tired of going into seasons year after year after year knowing that we don't have an opportunity. That doesn't feel okay. Do you know how it feels walking into a ring or walking onto a football field knowing that you're about to get your ass kicked? That's all these guys want. Now, obviously, you know, they have everything to, to be sitting there and, and call themselves contenders, but I think you can you can hang your hat on them going out winning 11 games, 12 games, 13 games, and making a run deep into the playoffs. But Absolutely. I'm, not, I'm not saying that it's Super Bowl or bust. That's not what I'm saying. I agree with you. If they make it to an AFC championship game, it's a successful season. What I'm saying is, is if they don't capitalize on Aaron Rodgers, <coughs> his tenure while he's there, then it's a bust of a trade. Because if you only get one successful season with yeah. Aaron Rodgers, let's say he wakes up one day and he's like, I don't want to play football anymore. It's a bust of a trade, which is, that's all I'm saying. Mm. I'm not saying next season Super Bowl or bust. I'm saying while you have him, if there's not a Super Bowl there, yeah. It was a bust of a trade. Nah. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, of course. I, I, I think the uh, the Green Bay Packers, I've said this for years, they have underachieved through the Aaron Rodgers era. When you have a guy like this, and, and he's part to blame as well. Hell, he might be uh, uh, 50% of the blame. But you, you mean to tell me you have one Super Bowl in, what was it, 16, 17 years as a Green Bay Packer? Yeah, 15, That's a problem. 17. 
So, so I do agree when you have a guy like that, it is about Super Bowls, but, but I just feel like, you know, it's hard to do this whole Tom Brady going to, uh, uh, and, and I think Matt, did Matthew Stafford do it in his first year as well, go to a new team and win a Super Bowl? I'm not sure. Maybe we fact check that, but that's hard to do. A new guy coming in with, a, with new, new people, a new system, which it probably wouldn't be too far off because they do have his offense according from the Green Bay Packers. Um, Nathaniel Hackett there who who flamed out in year one with the Denver Broncos. So, you know, there's some familiarity there, but it's hard to come into a situation and win a Super Bowl. Um, Ashley, the only thing I didn't like about the trade was the compensation in year two. All right. Mm -hmm. If he plays 60 something percent, I think for you said, if he yeah. plays 60 something percent this year, yeah. that number two goes to number one. I feel yeah. like they had all the leverage and they could have held out just a little bit longer and, and, and pushed back on that. I, I don't think he, you know, a guy turning 40, uh, you should be giving up a first round uh, pick for, like Ashley said, uh, when this could be a one-year, two-year thing. Now, I believe it's going to be a two- to three-year thing, but who knows with Aaron Rodgers, right? Going into the wellness retreat, one of the things that he said on your timeline for when he went on Pat McAfee's show was, I went into the wellness retreat, into the dark, 90% retired. That's what he said. He came out, his phone was blowing up. Emails, text message. You know how you turn on your phone. Got 100 messages. Aaron Rodgers is on the, on the trading block, trading block. And that's what gave him uh, uh, the desire, the motivation to go out there. I, I, I do want to say this, Ashley. NFL, beware. Look out. When Aaron Rodgers has a chip on his shoulder, there's no one greater. In the history of our game, there's no one greater when Aaron Rodgers has a chip on his shoulder. He's had a chip on his shoulder since draft night. Remember we made him wait? We made him wait. He was sitting in the green room. It was one of the most painful things that you could ever experience as a fan, as a player, watching it. Everybody felt sorry for the guy. And he then got drafted. And he sat on the bench for a couple of years while Brett Favre was doing the same dance that Aaron Rodgers was about to start doing. And now you're saying you're saying that uh, Aaron Rodgers is done, man. I tell you, I'm gonna keep telling y'all this story. Y'all better get old, Ashley. You better help me with some new material. I was out there for the seven on seven flag football. I don't care if he was throwing to high school kids. I don't care if he's throwing to 14 year old, 15 year olds. I saw this guy drop back, Ashley. Look to the left and throw a no look pass to the right, 40 yards down the field. I've never seen that done before, and it was on the dime. This dude is special. This dude can play damn near five to seven more years if he really wanted to. So beware NFL. And, and, you know, I'm a Jets fan. Ashley, you need to come to the dark side. Come celebrate with me a little bit, Ashley. We can have watch parties. You know, I actually I actually have zero beef with the Jets. My beef has always lied with the other losers they share that stadium <laughs> with. So, like, I have no smoke <laughs> for the Jets. Congratulations to the fans. Happy for y'all. <laughs> You know, my beef has never been with you guys. It's it's not with y'all. So we're good. So can I get you? Can I get you wearing a, a New York Jets jersey? Like Absolutely what we can do not. is the one the one p.m. game, the first block of games. We'll watch the Jets game. Part Cooper, you have a little puppy. Cooper can come. Mom and Dad can come. Uh -huh. Okay. Um, all your friends can come. Uh -huh. Put your Jets stuff on. Then the four o'clock game will probably be the Cowboys game, right? The only, the only football the jersey that ever touches this body is a Dallas Cowboys one. Sorry. It's just <laughs> oh not goodness. It's not going to happen. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, what sorry. jersey are you rocking this year? 
It depends. Any, I got a, I got DAC. I got CD. I, I like to switch them on and off. It depends on who's rocking and rolling that week. You right. know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Okay. All, All right. right. So, we, yeah, let's move on, guys. We're going to move on to the daily route, right? Cover some more of the bigger stories in sports. And what we're going to do is actually go through uh, the two games that, that were last night, right? So, the first one was the Miami Heat versus the Milwaukee Bucks. And the Heat just improved to 3-1 over the, over the Bucks. So, it's looking real good. But there goes that man, <coughs> Hemi Butler or Jimmy Buckets, whatever you want to refer to him as. Last <laughs> night, Jimmy dropped 56 points in the game four win over the Bucks. right? He actually scored 22 in the first and then scored 21 in the fourth, right, to lead, again, the Miami Heat to a 119, the 114 win over the Bucks. If you're watching the game, in the last five minutes and 45 seconds of the game, the Heat went on a 30-13 run. It was at one point in the fourth quarter, they had to have been up by, I think, 11 points. So I mean, they just stormed back to take to take that win over the Bucks, right? So I want to talk about Jimmy Butler, though, right? Like honestly speaking, that was well one. That was one of the best playoff performances mm. in history. He's number four in total points scored in playoff history, tied with I think Charles Barkley and Michael Jordan, the goat. You know, that's that's another conversation and whatnot. But now this this might be a little far fetched, but let's say Jimmy Butler makes a run this year. And they win a title. Can Jimmy Butler be one of the greatest Heat players in history? Like, we, I can honestly say, again, Dwayne Wade is Dwayne, is, is Dwayne, is Wade County, mm -hmm. as, as, we, as we know it right now. But he won a championship with Shaq, another superstar. Mm -hmm. He won two with LeBron James, you know, another GOAT, and a Chris Bosh, two additional superstars. Now, granted, Bam, he's a great player. Kyle Lowry, Corey he's a great player. Right now. What is Corey trying to do right Jimmy now? Jimmy Butler would would have essentially done this by himself. Could he go down as the best Heat player in history? The best? No. Oh, one of the my best? goodness. I'm done. <laughs> Can he go down as the best Heat player in history? <laughs> the best? No. One of the best? I don't think that's far-fetched. I mean, when you think of the best, you're thinking Alonzo Mourning. You're thinking mm -hmm. um, D-Wade, like you mentioned. Um, I don't think it's far-fetched to say one of the best mm -hmm. that was him hard away that was him yeah there's a lot of people that you can go ahead and, and throw in there um that was hands down one too of the, many that was one That's of the best because not too many have championships that was hands down though one of the best performances i've ever seen yeah. in a basketball game period like yeah. playoffs regular season um also probably one of the greatest performances i've ever seen in that arena like and i and yeah. i saw ray allen hit that shot in game six from the corner and that was insane. But this was like, I mean, Jimmy was locked in in a way that like you only see in video games. Like that man could not miss. Like it was, oh. he was just firing those shots off from every part of that court. And it was just like, you were on bated breath waiting to see if it was gonna fall in. Mm -hmm. And when it fell in, you, it, was, it was like you didn't see it just right. 30 seconds prior. It mm -hmm. was absolutely, insanity he's walking around the court saying this is my house this, i mean <laughs> he single-handedly brought the heat back yeah. into this series mm -hmm. like they it looked like it was over for them mm -hmm. like it looked like all right yeah, they're gonna, they're, tie, it up and, they're gonna yeah. tie it up they're gonna bring it back to milwaukee mm -hmm. we already know how that goes mm -hmm. like hands down one of the greatest games performances i have ever seen jimmy butler is him I, I'm fingers crossed that the Heat come out of this. I want Nick's Heat in the second round. <laughs> that was Jimmy is a dog, man. Absolutely incredible. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. 
Yeah, did you bring it? Baited breath. To slow or stop something. Thank you, uh, Ashley, for always giving us a new uh, (laughs) word. (laughs) Baited breath. That's pretty good. Um, Listen, you're absolutely foolish for even letting those words come out your mouth, Corey. Um, Talking about the gate, the greatest Heat player ever. All right, man. Like D Wade. D Wade. What D Wade means to the Heat is almost what Michael Jordan means to the NBA. You know, it's just like something just so special, right? Uh, It's just the way he conducted himself in that era. Like, I mean, he's loved. There's only a few players like that. Um, I agree with what Ashley said, one of the greatest performances. And it wasn't like anything crazy, like these crazy donks, uh, you know, hitting seven threes in a row. It wasn't that. It was just moments. You know, like he took advantage of the moments. And then when the crowd was going crazy, he had another moment. He had a steal, right? A block, uh, a three, a dunk. Like he was in the right place. Ashley, I don't know if this was Jimmy Jimmy Butler's greatest performance in a Heat uniform. I actually enjoyed the one where, remember he was out of gas? Was that the bubble or was was that the the year after? Yeah, but this, yeah, the bubble, I mean... (coughs) <laughs> like, bubble. that was something special seeing Jimmy Butler, like, give it his all. And that's what makes him special is how he competes. Yeah. It's like you have when to love the guy. He's the bubble, always going to the be there at the was right a good time. one. But that was this, a great – yeah, yeah. That This is this was different, man, because it really looked like for three quarters, it looked like the Bucks were going to take it. And mm-hmm. then you were going to go back to Milwaukee. And like I said, you kind of know how that happens. You get those home calls. There were a lot of suspect calls in this game. And you were like – it's it's coming crashing down for Miami. Yeah. Like they don't win this one, they go. It's 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 gonna be a hard climb. You know, right. Bam wasn't having a good game. Just this, you know, they don't have Tyler Hero. Like he broke his hand. It was Victor Oladipo. The news of him, you know, not yeah. you know being able. He had a he has a um, tendon. Yeah, torn patella tendon. Yeah. Right, let's just, say that. Can you say that? Hold on. Let's go back. That's that's what makes Jimmy Butler special. And there's only a few players like this that can elevate and rise to the occasion. Ashley, you just talked about Bam struggling last game. You talk about Jimmy Butler being out, Victor going down, right? You have an older, aging, pretty much done. I love him, but Kevin Love there. I, I, I say all that because there's a psyche around an athlete, right, when it's like, yo, our backs are against the wall, and it's all on me. And when you're able to understand that situation and then rise to the occasion, that's where like greatness really lives and you're special. And that's what makes Jimmy Butler special. And that's why I brought up that that bubble uh, uh, game as well, because he couldn't come out, Ashley. He had to play every single minute. And it was either I get it done or we're out of here. And the dude had nothing left in the tank. Um, I will say this, uh, th- you know, there's like 320 million Americans, give or take a few. And there's 120 that are, or 100 million that are, are avid football fans. I would say half of the uh, half of that, like those hundred million football fans, are probably avid basketball fans. And I just want to say this, like I don't know, I'm like a casual watcher. I'm not like Ashley. Ashley <laughs> is she covers the sport. Um, she knows the sport, a little bit of a hi- history buff. Um, the longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters 
both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes has arrived in IMAX. This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. They stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com, to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Um, and she also loves it, right? For me, I just, like, kind of keep up with it, and I like playing basketball. But if you guys haven't uh, tapped in truly to you know, the storylines and what's going on in the NBA right now, you have to. Yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty fun to watch. I mean, you can find different storylines, whether it's in the Western Conference, the yeah. Eastern Conference. There's a lot of drama. Even just watching as a sports fan, a casual sports fan, and, 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 and watching the environment and watching these players rise to the occasion and, and, and lean into clutch moments. So wanted to highlight that. Um, Ashley, thanks for... Uh, teaching us a new word, bated breath. Uh, Corey, um, I'm so disappointed that you would even ask us that question. Can he be the greatest Heat player ever? Like, aren't you a Heat fan? I am a Heat fan, actually. But so you give just... me your top. Give me your top. Give me your top three Heat fan, uh, Heat players ever, in order. Top three, you said? Yes. Okay. Well, yeah. I, I say Dwayne Wade's definitely number one. Number two, gotta be. I'd say Alonzo Mourning. Yep. And then three, like. Like, yo, you got to make the argument. You got to make – because everybody else, everybody else I'm thinking of was only it? there for, like, a short period of time. Please Jimmy's... say it. Please say it so I can get up and walk away. Because <laughs> who – I Please mean – Please say it. No, just say, oh, say the name. LeBron. Say the name so I can get up and walk away. I know, but, but you like, got LeBron. We forget about LeBron. I feel like we don't he's not... associate LeBron with no, a Heat I don't, jersey. No, I don't. Like, I don't, I don't no. associate LeBron. I don't associate Shaq even, really. I don't associate Chris Bosh. I don't associate Ray Allen. Like, these are all great players. Like, LeBron was there for what four years, Ashley? Five. You would call there? LeBron James one of the greatest Heat players. He would like, come on, you you associate Impact. LeBron with the Cavs before you do like. No, nah, I'm not giving. I got like I'm, I'm associating LeBron James with as a Cav, as a Heat, whatever team he was on, 100. percent I got a three A and a three B because like every every other established Heat player doesn't have a chip. You know what I'm saying? So I'd have to say Hardaway and Butler, like. Hardaway and Butler is three A. I like Hardaway. Hardaway three A. You know what I'm saying? And then and then Jimmy Can Butler. I give you 3B. Hardaway. Yeah. Wow, that's that's a debate though. Like we can't throw LeBron in there. That's what I'm, really not, like before, not, not before not before Tim Hardaway. 
Yeah. Well, what's um, the difference between LeBron and Jimmy Butler? Jimmy Butler was uh, with the Bulls, and I don't know. I think he was somewhere before. Then he went to Philly, right, and then made his way to Miami. So what's I, I the only difference? say this because we're getting the best version of Jimmy Butler as a Miami Heat. You know what I'm saying? Like as a Miami Heat player, mm. I, I don't. You, you you couldn't say that. I and mean, more you than argue, and more like, than likely, this will be his last stop. Exactly. Exactly. You so can he'll, argue. he'll retire a Heat player. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, LeBron came to Miami, won his chips, went back to Cleveland, yeah. won. Now is a Laker. Like yeah. this will be Jimmy's final stop. So his lasting memory will be with the Miami Heat. It's a mm -hmm. di it's a different timeline. They love him. I, I before y'all <laughs> push the conversation forward, I will say this: like, you know, we talked about D Wade. I think he'll be one of the most loved Heat players. You know, I think it's easy D way they love Zoe still Zoe is the man in Miami mm -hmm. um he's still a part of the organization he's there every single game yeah. but Jimmy Butler's right there Jimmy Butler can be rivaling Alonzo Mourning as one of the most loved heat players ever he hell maybe one of the, one of the you know most loved Miami athletes ever you know he you can, Jimmy you can or argue D that huh Jimmy or D Wade Jimmy Butler, mm -hmm. Jimmy Butler, because yeah. it's just how he does things, man. He's just a, he's funny. He's a clown. He's serious. He's competitive. He's clutch. He's like all of the things like people so just cool. gravitate towards Jimmy Butler. People love Jimmy Butler. Yeah. 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 Like I said, man, next time, like I said, I think if they advance to the next round, I'm wearing a Jimmy Butler jersey in the first episode that we come back. All right. All right. So we're going to move on. Right. You had mentioned LeBron James. So we're going to move to that, that later game last night. And LeBron James and the Lakers now have a commanding 3-1 lead over the Memphis Grizzlies. And last night, LeBron actually did something he's never done in his career before. He recorded 20 points, well, 22 points and 20 rebounds. This is the first time he's ever had a 20 and 20 game. And he also is the oldest player to ever record a 20 and 20 game. Interesting. But Ashley, I got to ask you, are the Memphis Grizzlies cooked right now? Yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> I mean, first of all, John Morant, the fact that he's even playing is is unbelievable to it me. Is. But, I mean, his hand is – is he's virtually out there playing with one hand. Um, yeah. You know, if you watch the game, he's constantly trying to go to his left because his right hand is compromised. compromised and that makes you – um, a liability on the floor because teams are going to know, all right, he can't play with his right. Don't let him go to his left. And that's exactly. what the Lakers were doing to him. Right. Mm -hmm. But Ja, man, like you, he's got to change the way he plays the game. I mean, it's, it's actually frightening watching him play. <laughs> Did you see him try to jump over LeBron? I mean, he tried to level over LeBron James. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. and it's it's not, it's funny, like, when you think about it, like, in terms of, you know, memes and stuff like that, but it's not funny when you think about his longevity. Yeah. Like, he mm. cannot continue to play like this. He will not have a long career. And if you don't believe me, look at Allen Iverson. Allen Iverson used to play like that very early on in his career. The game was a lot more physical when Iverson was in it. Mm -hmm. And he even had to add floaters and other things to his game because right. you cannot have a long career like that. You are going to get hurt. I mean, he's every time he has the ball in his hand, he's flying in the air. He's landing on that hand multiple times. He's in excruciating pain. He cannot play the game like this. He has to learn how to shoot from mid-range, he has to get a three-point shot. Yeah. Like, you cannot continue to drive it in the lane like that 
and just be an acrobat. It is not a way to have a long yeah. career. Not sustainable. Um, outside of that, I mean, Desmond Bain had a great game. Dylan Brooks runs his mouth, got shut up again. They just don't have enough firepower. Like, there's just not enough to compete with the Lakers right now. If John Morant was 100% healthy, we may have a different series. Um, like I said, it's extremely impressive that they were even able to compete to the level that they did, bring it into overtime with him playing with one hand. But it's just not enough. Yeah. There's just not enough there. Yeah. Yeah. Ashley, um, can we go back a couple of weeks? And I talked about the Lakers going on an amazing run. Now, I know you're going to say John ja Morant's hand. You know, you had an amazing monologue around John ja Morant's hand. I'm not giving this to you, Brandon, <laughs> because you said they were coming out of the, the West. Last time <laughs> I checked, beating a depleted Grizzlies team is not going on a hell of a run. Stop it. But, 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 Stop. But, but, but let me ask you this question. Let me ask you this question. Are you starting to believe a little bit more in no. the Lakers? I'm not, I can't, I'm not gauging their ability to get out of the West based on beating a depleted Grizzlies team. I'm not. Okay, okay. I'm so just, that's not even a, that's, that's not even fair. a smart bet. Like so they'll, they'll get past the Grizzlies and and if they next, beat the Warriors, yes. then we can talk. Yes. But that's not going to happen. I, you don't like the Lakers over the Warriors no, right now? No. Absolutely not. And absolutely even think not. about last night too, like LeBron was phenomenal just all over again. Clutch moments, Jimmy Butler, he didn't drop you know, 30, you know, what do you had? 20 something you said, uh, Corey? 22. But it, the, like, it was those hustle moments, man. Like rebounds are deadly, especially on the offensive side. And LeBron was all over the place. Um, listen, Ashley, you, you should, you should start, you should start believing, you know, there's champions, right? That really understand the situation. LeBron understands the situation. I'm not saying they're going to win the finals. I'm not I'm winning a championship. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is it's going to be some interesting basketball with whoever's lined up on the opposite side of them. That's all I'm saying. And I just want you to start believing just a little bit. That's it. That's it. Okay. Yep, yep. We'll see how this series ends. All right, we're actually going to switch gears to the NFL, right? So as I mentioned earlier, each day leading up to the draft, we're going to division by division <coughs> to look at the needs of each team and tell you, you know, what they need to prioritize. So. Today, we're going to break down the AFC East and AFC West, but we're going to start with the AFC East. So, Brandon, you know, this is this is your time to shine. Let's start with the Dolphins. Right now, the Dolphins going into the draft, they're looking at tight ends, offensive linemen, running backs. What do you think they should prioritize? Mm, uh, man, so listen, the biggest thing that they needed was a backup quarterback, and they went out and got uh, the, the young White. man from... The Jets, Mike White. Mike White, right? Mike White. If Mike White... Listen, we don't – I know y'all hate when I do this. You know, I talk about guys going down, but it's inevitable, right? But, you know, let's say Tua has a, 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 a bruised hamstring next year, right? Because this team, man, they just added Jalen. They got uh, uh, the chosen one, or Rob, chosen Anderson, changed his name, okay? Robbie Anderson changed his name to chosen. Um you know, they got playmakers all over the field. This team, the worst thing that can happen to this team is two are going down and then it's over, right? So if Mike can come in and do what he did last year, they'll be right in position. I think if they add 
a little bit more depth to the running game, which they don't really lead with the run like that. They are RPO offense, mm -hmm. um, run pass option. You, you can have two options on one play. Um, so it opens up, you know, everything pretty much. You know, I was kind of in this system a lot where, you know, we could go to the line and you have two to three plays and it just, you pick your poison. But I say that because like running back, they need to go running back. And they need a playmaker at running back. Ashley was talking about it yesterday, like this new age running back, a guy that can get out the get out of the backfield and just add a little bit more to the passing game. So if they add depth there, I think they'll be fine. This is another scary team. I was hearing people yesterday talk about different tiers. Um, they're not in that first tier, but I think if they get off to amazing start, you can easily see them in tier one when it comes to the NFL. But this division is going to be tough. Buffalo. You got the Jets and Aaron Rodgers, and you still got the Patriots. You got to respect Bill Belichick. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So running back, you'd say, right? That that should be yes. there. Yeah, they're priority going. I agree. Definitely need to grab another running back. All right, next team. I think we got the Patriots next. Let me let me confirm that. Yep, we got the Patriots. So right now they're on their boards: wide receivers, tackles, safeties. What do you think they should prioritize? Listen, I'm gonna say this. Um, Everything, and I said this yesterday about the Houston Texans, and, and I don't know if this is true, uh, but I read something yesterday on paper. The New England Patriots have the worst roster in all of football. I think that's what I read, but I could be wrong. Wow. Um, where's the stars at? Right? Like, just they just need some stars. Yeah. They don't really have any stars. I would actually say if the right guy's sitting there at the quarterback position, I would even think about that as well. But I'm going to say everything the same way I, I, I you know, I approached it with the Houston uh, Texans yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, just improve your team, please. All right, now we got the Jets right now at the top of their board. They got offensive tackle. They got tight end. And we good. We good. You can move on. He said we good. <laughs> <laughs> he said we good. Actually going to be sitting the there with that Jets jersey on with Cooper. Go ahead. Go ahead. Let me let you finish. <laughs> All right, so yeah, no, nah, Jets. And then, well, so to, to round out the AFC East, then you got the Bills. So right now they're looking at receivers, linebackers, and edge rushers. All right, so really quickly, uh, Jets, I'll go left tackle. Mm -hmm. um, some depth there. Not sure if our, if our big boy going to be paused, if he's going to be healthy, and if he's going to be able to stay around. But he's a dog when he's healthy. Mm -hmm. uh, Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills. You can add, I'm built, do I build around Josh Allen or do I add a little something on the defensive side? Right. Um, I'll probably build around Josh Allen. I would either go uh, a need on the offensive line or I would go um, with a tight end wide receiver if the right guy is sitting there when you're picking, yeah. right? Like, but I'm building around Josh Allen. Josh Allen is special. You know, Josh Allen's going to win seven games, eight games himself. You give him a little bit more help. Um, you know, now that gets you to 10 wins, 11 wins. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. That should be a definitely a competitive division. All right, we're going to move to the AFC West now, right? And I think our first team is the Denver Broncos. Right now they're looking at edge rushers. They got wide receiver on the boards, and they got offensive line. What do you think they should be looking at day one? Offensive line? Like, y'all want to crush my boy Russ. <laughs> like, oh, y'all go through a whole year crushing Russell Wilson. Like, Come on, that's not even fair. Did y'all not see what happened last year, Ashley? Before the season even started, how many offensive linemen went down? I know. He was playing with seven, eight different versions at the offensive line. And then y'all want to go out there and say Russell's cooked. 
Oh my goodness, Russell's done. Uh, Peyton, Coach Peyton needs to fix Russell. No, fix the offensive line and see what happens with the most winningest quarterback through 10 years. So I'm going offensive line. <laughs> now, really excited to see what the Broncos do next year, though. But all right, we got the Chiefs. Right now, they're looking at D linemen, wide receiver, and edge rushers. What do you think they should prioritize? Again, build around. You have Coach um, um, Spags over there, defensive coordinator. Your defense is never with Patrick Mahomes, an investment you're making over there on the offensive side. You're never going to be a top five, top ten defense. It's not happening. You need a defense that can, you know, uh, uh, play great in the red zone, play great situational football, and rise to the occasion, can get to the quarterback here and there. I think they lost Clark, so they need uh, they do need a pass rusher. But I am actually going with wide receiver, Okay. Um, we saw that last year that Patrick Mahomes can – he's like Aaron Rodgers. He makes guys better. You know, that's what great quarterbacks are supposed to do. Peyton Manning, we saw Peyton Manning do this time and time again, make guys better. If you're a, a B-list wide receiver or tight end, with them, you're going to be an A-list guy. I'm actually investing in uh, a wide receiver. Hell, maybe even another tight end. Maybe Andy switch it up a little bit and 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 and, and take a little bit from the New England Patriots going out there running those 12 yeah, tight ends, personnel yeah. sets. But I'm definitely going playmaker on the offensive side. Yeah, that'd be interesting. All right, next team we got the Raiders. They're looking at corners, edge rushers, and quarterbacks. Actually, a report yesterday, if I'm not mistaken, they said that they may be looking at um, drafting a quarterback to compete with Jimmy Garoppolo for the starting position. So I thought that was interesting. But what do you think they should prioritize heading into the draft? Listen, I'm still in Las Vegas right now. I'm glad that we're not in Oakland because uh, what I'm about to say – well, no, I guess that you know, Oakland uh, Raiders fans are real. Raiders yeah. fans, oh, yeah, they're still they're still over there. Um, they're real. They're, they're they're the realest. Sometimes they're too real, <laughs> so they would appreciate you know my real answer. They don't need any of those positions, Corey, <laughs> Ashley. Can you help me? Let's see if Ashley knows me. <laughs> Ashley, what do they need? Ashley Nicole Moss. What does the what does the Las Vegas Raiders need? They don't need a quarterback. They don't need a receiver. They, need they don't need a, a running back. Coach. What do they need? <laughs> a new what head do they coach? Need? Uh, <laughs> yes, Ashley knows me. Yes. They need a head coach. <laughs> they need a head coach. So uh let's replace all of those position needs and put um head coach, um, head coach right there. Oh, HC. Oh, all right. To finish off the AFC West, we got the Chargers. Right now they're looking at running backs, linebackers, and D linemen. What are you mm. thinking there? Well, you know, they're, they're, they're running back. They got Eckler. Eckler uh, wants the deal. They, didn't, they haven't gotten that done yet. He, he requested a trade. Um, keep your running back. Yeah. Again, Ashley, we talked about this yesterday, um, the disrespect around the, the running back. You know, I can kind of understand there's some validity behind it, but when you have a guy like that that adds so much to what you're doing, uh, try to find a way to keep him around, make him happy. Um, I won't go running back there. I'll just pay the guy I have and maybe deeper in the draft or maybe from a, you know, post-draft, see what's out there from a veteran standpoint, add some depth at running back. Um, Bosa's going to be healthy, so I'm not going D-line. I am actually going uh, wide receiver there, and I don't even know if you had that on your list. Like, I'm just giving my guy, Herbert, who some people say are is top five, mm -hmm. I'm giving him more weapons. Mm -hmm. So I'm going wide receiver. All right. Interesting to see what they'll do there in the draft. And that's it, right? So tomorrow we'll be back with the <coughs> NFC North and NFC South teams. So, of course, if you, any of your teams are in those divisions, stay tuned. All right. So we're going to transition to Factor Foolish.
right? So if you guys remember, I'm going to read a statement, right? You guys determine whether it's fact or foolish, and you got to give your explanation why. So for our first statement, we got Minnesota Timberwolves. We were actually talking about this a little earlier. Make it to game seven versus the Nuggets, fact or foolish? I'm not even going to dignify this with a long answer. The answer is foolish. <laughs> like, be for real. Uh, what you got, Brandon? You think they could shock the world? Bring it so to game seven. What is it, three and one? It's three, it's one three right to one right now. now? Yeah, number one seed versus the eight seed. Minnesota Timberwolves so hanging off with their loss right that's now. That's game five, three, two. The answer's foolish, Brandon. It's not that complex. So, look, basically, <laughs> like the next game is in Denver. They obviously would have to beat them. Then they got a home game. Anthony so. Edwards. Yeah, big boy over there. He's averaging about 30 in this series, too. He's doing really well. Nuggets. This is foolish. Ashley's foolish. right. That's Ashley's fair. right. It's foolish. Ah, <laughs> uh, man, that sucks. This is supposed to be a better game. It's it really supposed was. to be more competitive, but it's foolish, Corey. Yeah, maybe Minnesota's just proving that the two big man, you know, dynamic just isn't working. It seems to not be working for a lot of teams. Cavs, too. Both teams find themselves down 3-1 right now. So maybe the small baller is winning. All right, next one, guys. Sacramento's hopes for a deep playoff run are gone without De'Aaron Fox. The latest reports are saying that he broke his finger on his shooting hand, which is, you know, he's a lefty, his left hand. Factor foolish. What you think, Ashton? Um, I'm not going to say foolish. I'm going to say, no, wait, I'm going to say foolish only because there's a possibility he can play through it. If he has a shooting, uh, a hand sleeve on, I believe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A little brace. Um, so <sighs> while foolish, it's, it's, while it's Ashley. unlikely because I just think the Warriors have their number now, um, I'm gonna say I'm not gonna go ahead and say it's because of De'Aaron Fox, so that's why I don't agree with the statement. Mm -hmm. But they're not gonna have a deep playoff run; they're gonna get eliminated. Yeah, I mean, so about let me get this right: your one of your best players, your best player goes down. He's and... not down. He's gonna be able to play through it. I'm just saying that well, it's we don't, not. We don't know it yet. No, look, it came out that he, yeah. he's more than likely gonna be able to play through it with a brace on his hand. Okay. Well, I guess we'll know. I just, tomorrow. I just, I'm not gonna say that they're the the. Playoff run hopes are gone because of De'Aaron Fox. I mm -hmm. just think they're gone because the Warriors have their number. I see. That's At fair. this point. Uh, oh, so let me no, let me get this right. So it's fact um, because of that. Like, you know, the guy, you, you just talked about Ja Morant earlier. Ja Morant, he's dealing with a hand issue. Um, that's a big deal. Um, it's fact. It's over for him. It's a wrap. Mm. We shall see. All right, next one, guys. The Phoenix Suns' lack of depth will hurt them if they advance to the next round. Fact or foolish? Fact. Mm. Foolish. That bench, that bench is questionable. I mean, that's literally their rotation right that's there. That's their rotation. <laughs> they have a hey, five-man hey, rotation. Yeah. Hey, hey, uh, Corey, mm -hmm. you know what you don't need What's when that? you have oh, KD, Devin Booker, Paul? You don't need a bench. You don't need a bench. I think what the first few games they combined, uh, KD and Devin Booker combined for like 80-something points or something crazy like that. Mm -hmm. I don't know, whatever that stat line was. You don't need a bench. You just need those guys to stay healthy. Get them a Gatorade. Get them the electrolytes. Do you have your electrolytes with you? Hey, Send them those electrolytes. Send them the no, elements. I haven't. And you this, have it? This is how you know I'm using it because it's empty. <laughs> there you go. Water, See, water that's all they need. Element. You know what that happened? Your body is made up of 70 per I keep telling you, Corey, with these – Dang little plastic water bottles. <coughs> You're missing it. Bro, hey man, invest in a nice water bottle with your electrolytes. I just heard this man Maybe. say 
you don't need a bench. Yeah, that's he did right. To say that, that's exactly what I said, Ashley. He might need some electrolytes. <sighs> okay. Why? <laughs> just listen. She didn't believe me when I talked about the Lakers. She didn't believe. I still me. don't believe you about the Lakers. Okay. Well, we have that right there. You're, you're we'll, boasting we'll about this. beating the Grizzlies. We'll revisit this in a few hand. weeks. So we're, we're why, so now we're okay. So now we're talking about the Warriors. And 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 uh, what, what's the team? Um, the Kings, Kings yeah. the Warriors, and the Kings. Their boy, his his hands hurt. The Kings so are a better team. The Warriors. Huh? The Kings are a better team than the Grizzlies. No, I mean, yes, yes, they are a better team. But what I'm saying is, we're not going to celebrate the Warriors beating the Kings because their guys and his phalanges is hurting. All right, I'm just saying, let's revisit this phalanges. You know what phalanges are. I know what phalanges are, but I don't understand what. Meta, yeah. Metatarsus. Fine. Is this metatarsus? We got it. Um, but let's just revisit that, okay? Let's also revisit this whole Suns debate, whether she wants to do it the next round or the following round. We can do that. We can revisit it. Mm-hmm. All right, Nick. And this next one is for you, Ashley. New York Knicks close out the series against the Cavs in game five. Factor foolish. I want to. That's going to be in Cleveland. But I don't think we will. Yeah. I always had Nixon six. That was always my that was always my estimation, my prediction rather. Um, I'm going to stick with that. I think it's going to be hard. You know, they're on the verge of being bounced, home calls. You know, things. I don't know. Things sometimes get murky in situations like that. I'm a, I'm sticking with Nixon six. Nixon six. What yeah. do you think, Brandon? Sorry, I'm I'm watching all these lovely people walk by. I'm in Blue Wire Studios. The win. It's kind of a distraction, actually. We talked about building our studio like this in in Miami. I don't know if it's going to work. <laughs> Are you going to be able to stay focused with people walking by, looking at us like we're fish in a in a in a in a tank? I'm not the yeah. one looking at them right now. You are. I know, but I know. You think you'll be able to to make it through a whole show? Oh, look. <laughs> see, look see, oh, let's see. Can we get that shot? Can y'all show him? Hold on. Hey, I don't see anybody. Oh. Do you play <laughs> NFL? Are you in the NFL? <laughs> Why aren't you in the NFL? You're God, how tall are you? Up. Huh? Come on in. Bring him in the studio. Bring this guy in the studio. Oh, my God. Come on in. Come on the door. They're going to let you in. See who this guy is. He's like 6'8". That guy's 6'8". 300 pounds. No, not that dude. Quads. You got the Saquon Barkley quads. What? Unbelievable. You must have seen a different guy. I'm talking about this guy right here. That, that guy was six, he's coming in. He, he didn't look that tall. Give him some headphones. Put up the set. We need the set. But anyways, what was the question? All right, come here, buddy. Yeah, do, do you What up, champ? Knicks? Come stand right here. <laughs> yeah, do you have yeah, the You're, you're distracting the me in the show. Five. What's up? Oh, you look good. good. What do you do? I do insurance now. Dang, that dude you, is 6'8". You play ball? Yeah, I played at Jacksonville State. <laughs> Yo, that dude is 6'8". Damn. You play. You went to HBCU. Uh, oh, I see how he no, said Jacksonville. It's, it's, oh, it's Jacksonville State. State. Jacksonville oh, State. Okay. This ain't Neon Dion. Okay. So yeah. you you keep yourself going. I definitely thought he was like five ten. Got to bend down. You got the mic. Uh, yeah, I try to. I try to keep myself going. Doing okay. some CrossFit, um, break league basketball. You know, just there you go. doing the things. What are y'all What are y'all doing here in Vegas? We're here for a superstar trip that we won um, off sales for my uh, insurance company, Alpha Insurance, out of Alabama. How much did you do in sales last year? Did uh, 
about five hundred thousand. My first year, first year in the business, so it's good. It's my beautiful wife, Tillery. We just celebrated our one-year anniversary, March 12th, so it's the first time in Vegas having a good time. That's awesome. I'm proud of you guys. And and, Tillery, is Tillery? Yeah, Tillery. Is he taking that same athlete mindset uh, to business? Can you see him taking that discipline there? Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. What's the secret, bro, to doing 500,000 in sales. Get, tell the people out there, there's a lot of salesmen and women out there. Really quickly before you leave, Quadzilla. <laughs> he said Quadzilla. I'll just say, uh, just kind of like the, the extra mile, you know, just pushing a little bit more. You know, um, my office is open from, you know, nine to five, but if you get there at nine and you leave at five, you're just the average Joe, you mm-hmm. know, but if, if you can get there, I get there about eight o'clock, and you know you're prepared you're ready to go you got your com- computer on you got the phones ready you know you're 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 awake you're alert you're ready to service your customers you're ready to maximize the day and don't take any day for granted you know and then if you have to stay a little bit longer to take care of a customer um and show them that you truly care you know you got you got a mom she's late on her payment it's you know 5 15 you want to mm-hmm. go home they're like, all right, hey, mama, I got you. I'm going to stay until 5.30 until you get off work. You know, and then just going that extra mile with your customers, they they feel that, they believe that. They know that you truly care, and so therefore they're going to tell more people. They're like, hey, at Landon Rice, he truly cares about his customers. And instead of going online and get insurance, I'm going to call Landon Rice to get that personal touch. You know, it's going to treat you like family. That's that how's your mama in them service. What is it how's called? Your how's your mama and them service? <laughs> how's your mama and them service? Hey, you're from the South, aren't you? Well, I I spend a lot of time in the South, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kind of. So you know that hospitality. Yeah, I, I get it. I That's get right. it. Southern hospitality. I love this. Hey, you're gonna be, you're gonna be super successful, man. Appreciate the, it, we're at nine thirty mark. Um, stay right here, really quick. What was the last question? I'm gonna let. What's your name again? Landon. Landon, you're gonna um get us out of the show. Tell everybody come back tomorrow. Paper route. 12 o'clock Eastern. Hold on one second. Corey, what was the last question? So the last one, right? The Houston Rockets, will they make the playoffs next season with new head coach Ime Udoka? Udoka. Ime Udoka. Ime Udoka. I'm going to let Ashley answer this. You see the question down there? Go ahead, Ashley. Um, Factor foolish. I'm going foolish. Foolish. Yeah. Ime Udoka, former former Celtics head coach, if you guys don't remember, was terminated from his job, but great coach nonetheless. Mm, okay. Well that's the show. Do you wanna you know how your mom and them give them the how your mom and them service to end the show? You got you got the name of the show. I'm gonna see how you do it. It's paper route. That's Ashley Nicole Moss. That's Corey in the cut. Okay, I'm Brandon Marshall. We're in Blue Wire Studio. Let's see if you can put it all together. We're back tomorrow at noon. I just gave you a lot of information. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. All right, we got Cole in the cut right there. Cole. Got the fresh fade. Look at you, man. You yes. balling out. I like that. Yes, I need to go see yes, your barber. You got that high top fade. We got Ashley. What's up, Ashley? Hi. New York. She's up in New York. That's what's up. We got B Marshall down here. We're in Vegas. Y'all come back uh, tomorrow, 12 Eastern time. We're going to... Lay it out and get all the information. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be what's up. So y'all y'all tune back in. Yes, sir. We, we got out. it, John. I'm like that. We see y'all tomorrow. Peace. Go. Peace. Bye,
The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.